0: welcome to another episode of set less bruce your podcast all about bruce springsteen his music and mostly his fans i am your host jesse jackson and joining me today is my fellow podcaster and my good friend terry smith how you doing terry
1: great jesse and uh, as always delighted to be here and looking forward to going through the list
0: yeah so what we're doing is um to explain and this is we have not done too many of these but i'm hoping to, to get uh, other guests to join me um the local sp- sp- sports station i listen to um used to do a segment every week called biggest show coming to town and they would list the next song the next artist who were coming in the next seven days and it gave them excuse to debate like okay this is a show this is someone you should see and then they'd all go around and vote okay this is the biggest show Um, they can't do that now, (laughs) right? (laughs) And so they came up with, um, bands of your life, which is 11 songs of basically a band I hate, band I think is overrated, song that's underappreciated, blah, 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 blah. And the kicker is you can only use one band once. So for example, song that made me fall in love with music and songs that you could, a band that you can listen to over and over again you can't use the same band. And the joke was right like I could pick Springsteen for every one of my answers. <laughs> and so my son Chris said, "Well, that's fun, dad, but you know, you should twist this and make it where ask these 11 questions and ask for just Bruce Springsteen songs and then let them the same rule so you can't use thunder road or born to run multiple times you've got to pick which category so i reached out to terry he said i'm game and i assume this took a little bit of a debate in yourselves
1: well i'll I'll tell you what i did um which was i sat down and i started thinking about it and then i realized i was going to go down as is my want some very time-consuming sort of rattle. So what I then decided to do was actually to do it really quickly. Um, that said, I'm looking at the list and thinking, yeah, I feel pretty good about this. But yeah, it was one of those, this is either going to take me 10 minutes or 10 months. <laughs> so I went for the former.
0: <laughs> All right. So um, so we're going to start out with the negative first. Um, song that I hate or a song you don't get?
1: Uh, it's the former. Uh, I certainly don't get why he wrote it um, it's Queen of the Supermarket yeah. I just absolutely hate it and to uh, to quote the Tom Waits line of there ain't no devil there's just God when he's drunk well to prove that Bruce has only played Queen of the Supermarket twice and I was present the first time he did <laughs>
2: um,
1: in Stockholm and I remember thinking talk about a song slot being wasted, so uh, yeah, I just I just detest it. I think it's awful. All
0: right, you're not going to get too much argument with me. <laughs> song that you think is overrated. Uh, well, here's and where this we. This might be a little controversial. This is
1: where it might get controversial. Yeah, um, I went with "Dancing in the Dark." Uh, wow. The reason is this: um, mm. you know, we uh, we did our episode about covers, and actually, I think there are a lot of really good covers of Dancing in the Dark and I think those show that it's actually quite a good song. So you may think well why do I think it's overrated? I'm really talking about the version on the album, it's so 80s, it's so glossy I guess the video also always put against me and I have to say, and this also may be contentious I know it's a great sort of community thing and getting people on stage live but i feel like i've done it now
0: yeah Um, i can see that
1: and uh if and when he does tour again i hope he either plays it acoustically or drops it from the set so there you go
0: i i can see that and you're right there is and depending on the show It can be a very special moment when he brings someone on stage, but others it can be a little crazy. So, absolutely. Yeah. And in fairness, you
1: know, I always, I know, and he talks about this, I always try and remember that for some people it'll be their first and maybe only show. Um, Yes. But I just don't want it to take up 15 minutes.
0: And, you know, and I also wonder. I often think that Jake is going, okay, pick somebody already, Bruce, because I'm, I'm I'm having to keep playing over and over and over again. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he gets a fair old workout, so that is true. Yes, he does. All right. Song that is underappreciated.
1: Uh, yeah, we talked about this on, uh, again, the covers, uh, Jackson Cage, uh, one of my favourite covers, if maybe even the favourite, is by a guy called John Wesley Harding. And... I think it just shows, I think lyrically the song is brilliant, uh, it's Bruce writing a little video script or novel in a four minute song, um, I love the original version but I think in the sort of rock arrangement it's easy to lose the story he's telling and uh, I think it's a fun, I think it's one of his f- sort of first great songs when real characters were starting to emerge in his song so. uh, I don't think it gets the appreciation it should
0: I agree, great song and according to Rob uh, Carmack and JB um, from Bruce Springsteen's The Alphabet, I missed an opportunity by not naming my podcast Jackson Cage Oh god, of course (laughs) Or Jackson said,
1: Rage or something. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. yes. They said, How did you not think of that? And I went, Now you tell me. Exactly. God, it's, um, it's, it's
1: like, it's all of those things, isn't it? It's so obvious yeah. when someone points it yeah, out.
0: Exactly. All right. So, song that you love.
1: Yeah. And I guess in here, I probably had the underappreciated stood in my head, but I've chosen Jack of All Trades. Um, Brilliant. Mainly because it's a song that always reminds me of my mum and dad. Um, and there was, I, I, I again, I think it's a song that gets missed by a lot of people and and I think there's such richness in there, even though if you look at it, the lyrics are very simple, very straightforward, but it, for me, it paints a very rich picture and there will always be that connection.
0: I was a I, he played it live when I was in New York and with strings, which was absolutely beautiful. Yep. Um, and yes, it is. Um, I always think of my stepdad, Kenneth, and, um, which we discussed him a little bit in an earlier episode we had, uh, he was the type of guy he worked on his own cars. He could fix anything in the house. And, yep. um, and I just, I, I absolutely loved it. And then my, this i played it for Linda the first time and she's like oh this is the sweetest song what what happened he took a gun and killed them all oh <laughs> it turned dark on me yeah uh absolutely beautiful song and and I, I i that's one I had not thought about when I did my list and now I regret yeah. Yeah, um uh, i think it's brilliant yeah song song you can listen to over and over again.
1: So, uh, and I've gone with Thunder Road and you have heard me talk about this before but uh, Nick Hornby did a great book called 31 Songs and in there he um, he talked about the fact that songs, for him songs are sort of little mysteries and there are songs that once you've like figured out the answer to the puzzle they lose their allure and there are other songs that just grow and change over time and it does help that he happens to think that Thunder Road is the greatest song ever written as do I yes um but I think that's that's the secret to being able to listen over and over again is that the song keeps coming up with new things um and yeah and I, I guess going back to dancing in the dark that's another thing that says yeah I it doesn't do new things whereas Thunder Road will always sound fresh to me
0: yeah that's that's absolutely i agree perfect um all right next is song that made me fall in love with bruce
1: so i've gone with new york city serenade um the reality is it was the second side of wild and the innocent um that really you know uh, i've said in a previous podcast that you think about it i was like 15 i'm growing up in liverpool you know we're a working class family um the place that bruce you know nobody had ever been out of the country um the place that bruce painted and described felt like an incredibly exotic different foreign and exciting land so uh new york city serenade um will always be very, very special. And I was lucky enough to see him do it actually four times when I was down in Australia. Um, That was just incredibly special, incredibly special.
0: Oh, I love that. That's a great answer. All right, song that changed my life.
1: Uh, I've gone with If I Should Fall Behind, and the reason being that that was the first dance when Laura and I got married.
0: Perfect. I, that is that is a great answer.
1: Um, and again, I can remember the first show after we got married, and um, we were actually over in it was in Portland, um, and he played "If I Should Fall Behind." So, uh, and we've had it a couple of times since. But uh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful song. And then obviously when he uh, the the version that he did in the Rising Tour as well with with the band and again changed all the meaning I thought was fantastic but yep that song changed my life for sure
0: oh absolutely Um, song that surprised you yeah
1: I've cheated a bit here because my answer is most of Western stars (laughs) Uh, and I mean it in a really good way of you know when you listen to something you think whoa this is a bit different and there's that do I like this does it work um, and I am firmly in the camp that uh, it absolutely does work, and I actually think it's one of the best things he's done. But um, and I think it's to his massive credit that an artist at this stage of his career can do something different and can surprise people. Um, and I think he's constantly done that. I mean, I was listening to the Seeker sessions last night, and uh, I hadn't noticed he actually refer- refers to it as our little experiment. Um yeah. but yeah but uh, most most of western stars was the surprise
0: yeah and i think that's a great choice and i don't think that's cheating at all i think that for many of us and and some people did not enjoy the album and i respect yep. that but i just thought exactly what you said oh my goodness here's this guy at this point in his career doing something totally different and doing it well not just oh i'm going to experiment i mean capturing it and doing it yeah, so absolutely it really greatness right. Yeah. all right song that is a guilty pleasure
1: yeah i don't know how people view this i've um, i've put the fever um yeah. and the reason is that you know if you listen to it if i put my critical head on i can say um well one there was probably a reason he didn't release it himself and gave it to sad side um two you know there is there is an element of the sort of Hot jazz lounge bar band in there, but I absolutely love it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that's wrong with that. Great,
1: and uh, yeah, literally, I probably shouldn't share this. Uh, I was listening to it the other day, um, and literally Laura phoned me while it was on, so uh, I, I sort of paused the music and she said, How are you? and I had to, in my very bad singing voice and I'm not going to do it here, but sing her a little bit of got the fever, got the fever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I can I can imagine someone listening to it and going, what's that? But I just love it. I absolutely love it.
0: Oh, great. All right, next to last, song I wish I had seen
1: live. So, well, I've seen him do this song live three times, which is incident, but I've never seen him do it with the full band. It's always been oh. him. It's been him at the piano. So, um Better than not seeing it at all, but my real holy grail is a full band incident. I would just love to see that. Well, I'd actually, I actually like him doing the whole of Wild and the Innocent, but I'll, I'll, I'll settle for a full band incident. And the
0: last great song to see
1: live? Yeah, I thought about this, and then you know it has to be Born to Run. Um, yes. You know, again, going back to Dancing Dot. Um, I think for the last probably 20 shows, whenever they start um, born to run, the first thing I do is stop looking at the stage and just look around and yes. capture, you know that moment when it starts and if I can do a blatant plug for my own podcast of music talks, my guest um, two episodes ago uh, ago was a lovely guy called Dave Stewart but he told this brilliant story that the first time he saw Bruce and it wasn't until 2008. That his friend had gone off to get a beer as Jungle Land started. And, you know, he came, he arrived back just as Jungle Land finished and Bruce and the e Street Band went into Born to Run. And the way he talks about that moment of you know, the he saw the beer come in his eyeline as Max hit the drums and there's the two of them going, It's
0: Born to Run.
1: <laughs> um, it was one of the it was hers on the back of my neck.
0: Oh, absolutely. I love that. And I love the fact that you just did this quickly. Um, I am still in the process of doing mine. Um, and I am doing the other, man. I am just debating. Like a couple I know right away, but the others I'm like really debating on. Where do I put Thunder Road? What do I do Born to run? What do I do? So great choices, my friend.
1: Yeah, it was great Very fun. good choices. Great fun.
0: Good. All right, so um I'm, i want to do a series of these so listeners if you have thoughts um go to the I'll, I'll have this on my website i'll have this on my facebook page the list of the questions uh you don't have to record you can just write them to me send them to me an email and i'll read them or if you want to join me and talk about them uh reach out to me at less at gmail.com uh terry if someone wants to reach you how can they
1: uh, best way is either Twitter, and I'm at Music Talks Pod, or good old fashioned email, which also is MusicTalksPod at Outlook.com.
0: And um, I just want to appreciate you, just tell you how much, again, I appreciate your friendship, and it's so much fun. Uh, podcasting with you in case you guys don't know terry and i are going to be doing a series of episodes where we talk about the archives as they're released so depending on the release that'll be once a month he and i are going to get together and talk and i'm sure we will find another excuse to visit sometime (laughs) because i just love visiting with you
1: no similarly jesse it's uh, it's always great fun and I also, I always learn something and I always come away with new stories and that's, uh, that's important to me. So thank you.
0: Thank you, uh, listeners. Thank you. Wash your hands. Remember social distancing. Wear a effing mask. Take care of yourselves and we will talk to you soon. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter, at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlustingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts, as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Brew shirts as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only setlisting bruce and bruce is part of the southgate media podcast group the theme for and bruce was written by david rosen used by permission
2: it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football